And now it's time for the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie. We're back with another episode and Owie, it's good to have you here in the studio. How you doing, mate? I feel like Shane Warne, Timmy. We're on 99. <laughs> yeah. We're out. I'm we're out. I'm out. It's done. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> All right, this will be the last episode of the Body Surf Podcast and I mean ever. <laughs> Because we're not coming back. In a pram. <laughs> In a pram. <laughs> That's not true, though. We've got the live show, Timmy. 100 eps. Who would have thought we'd get 100 episodes? I, I, I thought we, we would get close. Because mm-hmm. we were pumping them out hard at the start. Yeah. And then some things happened. Yeah. <laughs> things always happen. Now, I don't want to point fingers. Yeah. It's the dog. I'm blaming Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. We, we, we started this show. It must have been when Letterman was still on the air. And then Letterman ended and we, the passion just it went from us. Craig Ferguson and Letterman. It was definitely Ferguson was still on. Ended around the same time, really, didn't they? Mm. And who do you look for? Yeah. Who's the, who is the, uh, the, the creative... The creative cult who do you, following. Yeah, who do you go to for for mentorship? Mm. Who do you go? All right, I want to be like that person. Uh, it's not. It's not Corden. It, it's, it's not Colbert. No, it's not. No, no. I want someone who's getting out there, having a crack, who's improvising, mm. who's going stuff the establishment. It's Joe Rogan, and that's. I'm sad to say it, but that's the like. Podcasting was, I guess, like given another jolt when people go, oh, Joe Rogan, mate, he's a bit off the cuff here. Yeah, but he's not as creative as Ferguson. No, and he, the problem is he's sitting in his fucking basement in his comfortable house, you know, when, like, Fergie's getting up. He had to get a town car to <laughs> CBS Studios in Burbank, California. No, I don't think it's Burbank. I'm not sure. <laughs> You've been there. Hollywood <laughs> City. I don't know what it's called. But uh, imagine getting a town car every day to work. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do it here. Really? Yeah, it's just the de- it's just a taxi. <laughs> you get a punch card. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, Tim. No, like no one's, no one's flogging their works on telly these days and going, here, here it is. Mm. Here's improv in all, its, <laughs> in all its glory. Yeah. Stephen Colbert. Professional improviser. Yeah. Long form. Professional yeah, yeah. long form improviser. He's on the telly five nights a week. Mm. Lots of ums and ahs. <laughs> Lots of ums and ahs for someone who's meant to be an improviser. Yeah. Where's your yes ands? Yeah, that's right. Where's your yes and Stephen Colbert? <laughs> and he has writers. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And here's the thing, Timmy. And people, people go... Dave Malloy goes, I can't stand you waffling on, but, mate, this, this is it. Mm. This may be the only podcast where it's 100% improvised. Yeah. This is what you're getting. Uh, we sometimes write notes. We sometimes have blue cards with jokes on yeah. them. <laughs> Anytime I write notes, it's the sh- world's yeah. shittest podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which is some of our best work, I think. I really just... 
I love television. I love radio. I love mm. podcasting. And there are some great people doing some great stuff, but they're not getting the respect they deserve. Yeah. And I think we're getting just the right amount of respect we deserve for the amount of effort we put in. Yeah. I mean, if we put a lot more effort in, I would expect a lot more respect from from the people that listen to us. Because we, we cop a lot of shit. And I get it. I, I would be giving a shit too because really all we do is whack the mics on and people people go... Please just get someone of substance onto the podcast. And we go, listen, we're trying, but we're not really mm. trying. Like we go, Wolfo, book us a guest. Wolfo doesn't book us a guest. So we don't have a guest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why we got a producer. And I know I like Bag and Wolfo when he's not here. But seriously, mate, just, just book the dates. Book the dates. We'll, we'll, we'll put it in. We'll mm. be there. Mm. We'll turn up. But it's very hard. I mean, it's not as easy as it looks, okay? We've known a few professional guest bookers. That's their job, to book guests on television and radio shows. That's a hard job. Yeah. Especially in Australia. Mm. Because you can only get Guy Sebastian on every fortnight. Who else are you booking the rest of the time? That's right, and that's why Jess Mowboy is singing the national anthem at every event. Call back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except, except for the Melbourne Cup, obviously, but uh, yeah, there's there's only a like there's only a handful of people that are one living in Australia, mm. but two still relevant enough now that everyone just watches Netflix. Mm. That's going to pierce through. Do you know what I love to do right now is to bag places or organisations or companies, broadcasters, whatever, mm. bag them, bag them so hard, but also in the back of my mind, like yeah. I'll, I'd like to work for you as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, like 100%, mate. I, there's so many people on television and I'm, I'm like, oh, man, I don't like that guy. That mm. guy. Mm. don't like that girl. Yeah. I'd love to be him. I bag the project a lot. Yeah. Definitely would take a riding gig on yeah, the show. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I bag Triple J a lot. Yeah. Definitely would do breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> And we've been trying to do the like, oh, yeah, we'll move to the south coast. We'll do this. We'll do that. No one wants us. And I wouldn't want us either. I've had a few callbacks. You have. I've had a few callbacks, gotten very close to some nice little regional radio jobs. Mm -hmm. And then they go, it pays about 55 a year. (laughs) And I go, I might stay in Sydney. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Because I literally can wake up at midday. Do nine hours of work from home <laughs> and then like call it in early, mm. go see Carton D <laughs> and we're done. You know, like, and people have been doing this since the start of the pandemic. I can't get, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, you're a, you're a tradie. I know, I'm doing the, I'm doing the tradie thing, you know, mm. like most of the week I'm in the work boots by, by half past five, Tim. What yeah. brand are your work boots? Oh, um, I did have... Uh, steel blue. Mm. I did have steel blue, and um, they got a they got a bit worn in the same. I did wear them a lot, but they're just heavy. Yeah, they're real heavy. They're like brickies, brickies boots. You know, you want something in my industry. I'm walking a lot. I, some days I walk up to um, 18, 19 kilometers, yeah. carrying shit, right? And so you want something. You want a, something light, but you also need a steel cap in there. Mm. 
I'm thinking about going back to the old steel cap volleys. Yes. You know, they're, yeah. the, they're the ones that you want. Well, I've just got those from Big W. They're my work boots. Yeah. They were 40 bucks. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Very light but durable. I wear them all the time. I just wear them out because they're comfortable. Mm. So cheap. Yeah. Well, I think I got, uh, I got a pair from... <laughs> and the reason I got the pair uh, from Bunnings, which is our kind of... What's the American equivalent of Bunnings? It's a hardware store. It's a big hardware store. Yeah. It's a chain. They don't sell guns. Best, <laughs> best Buy. Yeah. <laughs> best Buy. It's a Best Buy for hardware shit and no guns. Um, a few guns. A few guns. <laughs> it would be good if they had sold guns. Well, they got, you, you've got things you could use as a gun. You nail guns. Yeah. Yeah. You've got um, tape gun. Even just make uh, a potato launcher. Yeah. Staple gun. Oh, a modified stable gun would be good. Can I hold it sideways? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, we were going to Vivid. <laughs> on our way to Vivid. No Vivid <laughs> chat, please. <laughs> it's a light show, right? They light up the opera house. That's pretty much it. And um, Mate, look, that's Vivid right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, Timmy. <laughs> Getting in early for Chrissy. Um, but yeah, so we obviously living in the Central Coast now. Halfway down there, I go, April, I haven't got shoes in the car. <laughs> it's the middle of winter. I'm yeah. like, and she goes, you know, you can't walk around the city in your Birkenstocks. And I go, fair enough. And she goes, you know what you do need? New work boots. And I went, well, I do. And she goes, well, buy new work boots from Bunnings. Mm. Just wear the work boots around Vivid. And then you've got new work boots. They're kind of stylish as well. Like they kind of look like, sometimes, sometimes they look like Timberlands. Yeah. Like, they're gangster. Yeah, yeah. I like them. I was always told I couldn't wear Timberlands. Too, mm. too white to wear Timberlands. No. I reckon I could pull them off. You, I've seen you wear your work boots out to me, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, man. I'm just kicking shit all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hardest working man in Canberra I once was awarded. Really? Hardest working, the busiest and hardest working person in Canberra. Self-appointed? No, by the uh, someone very high up in... Uh, Dave Shillington. <laughs> <laughs> was involved in rugby league, yes, yes. <laughs> wasn't actually Dave Shiller. No, it wasn't Shiller. <laughs> Shiller lived next door, yeah. Terry Campisi. Terry. Never really... Oh, no, I did meet Terry. I did meet Terry Campisi once. He came in and filmed the commercial with us. Did he? And uh, pretty good talent. Pretty mm. good on the camera. A lot of... Had to use a bit of makeup. <laughs> on the top of the head cuz he looked like 50 and he was like 25 he just he bald he went bald in a very untraditional way yeah he kept like a lot up the top and, it, and it, then a little bit here oh kind of like the like reverse baby sort of <laughs> style like where they get that it's kind of like what is that baby hair you know how they get the that the hair on them mm. like in the in the tummy mm. and then they lose it mm. it comes out it's or kind it of like changes color yeah yeah it's, uh, yeah it's like a fur. A fur? A fur? That's the one. I'm going to make a placenta fur. <laughs> <laughs> Traditional Vietnamese placenta fur. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we actually got a guest on this podcast. Uh, we're going to be chatting to Mulga the artist very shortly, which is exciting. And we have an amazing print done by Mulga the Artist that we're going to be giving away at our live episode of the Body Surf Podcast. So please get tickets to that. It's on the 16th of September at the Newtown Hotel. Tickets are only 12 bucks. Get your tickets at thebodysurfpodcast.com right now. Timmy, who's actually uh, turning up to this thing? Like, not, not guests, 
like guests of art, like people who've bought tickets. I'm, I'm talking like people on the show. Okay. Who, who's there? Who, we know Belly. Belly's coming. Belly Slater's there as a musical guest. Well, he's kind of like the house band for the night. Now, this is all subject to change, obviously. Absolutely. Asterix. Mm. We also have two great up-and-coming local comedians. Finn Padman, who is a Grom surfer, was... Swim Finn. <laughs> swim Finn. Swim Finn Padman. Slim? <laughs> Slim Finn or Swim Finn? Swim Finn. Okay. Yeah. Because like, he's doing body surfing gags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's never really body surfed. He should open much. with that, by the way. He's got a few things planned, I think. A lot of people are writing body surfing jokes at the moment. Yeah, well, it's good gear. Like, <laughs> the thing is that the sport itself is the joke. And so it's hard to write jokes about a joke. Mm. Have you tried to do... Uh, is that a stand-up thing, like you joke about a joke? I do a lot of that. Right. Yeah, it's it's like in, institutional critique. You know... You know uh, Claude, no, no, I was going to say Claude Monet. You know Claude Monet? <laughs> I do. I've got a couple of Monets. <laughs> I painted this one. <laughs> the real one's at my place. Uh, do you know Marcel Duchamp? Marcel Duchamp uh, was a very famous artist that did this thing. They call them ready-mades, where he pretty much just got an object and put it in an art gallery and said, that's art. Mm. So the most famous one is a urinal. He put yeah. a urinal in an art gallery, signed it. Andy Warhol took a piss in it. Yeah. Very famous artwork. Mm. Now it begs the question, what is art? Is that art? Or is he just exploring the idea of art as a concept? Mm. And you can do that a lot in stand-up. And it's pretty fucking hacky. Yeah. <laughs> but I do a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> I feel as if it's something could be funny if it was very well written. Oh, you don't want to waste too much time writing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to um, to Mona? No, I really want to go. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to go. You and April went recently. Yes. My sister and my brother-in-law went recently. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel as if there, you could get some good material down there. Yeah. I, I, Tassie and Hobart have a, a little comedy scene. Yeah, I, I think you'd fit in well in Tassie. Should I just move? Well, it's cheap. Mm. You know, you get a nice house down there. It's cold. It is really cold. I don't mind the cold. There's not too many body surfers down there either. You'd want to live on the east coast. Mm. And yeah, and still, even then, it's just it's just a bit chilly. I've got a story to talk about. I might tell this on the live episode. Will you remember? It's a, yeah, I will. So it was when I got real cold. After Womp off 2019. Yeah. And went back and had a shower with Robbie and Jesse. Mm-hmm. I'll tell the story on the live okay. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of bit of uh, forward selling. That's forward <laughs> selling, baby. <laughs> they, we forward sell. We back announce. Yeah. Radio Today. <laughs> are you listening? Hello. <laughs> but we do have an amazing lineup coming to the live podcast, which is on the 16th of September at the Newtown Hotel. So we've got Finn Padman doing a body surf joke off with Alan Fang. Yeah, right. So two, two young and uppers trying their best. Alan actually, um, do you want to have a listen to one of Alan's jokes? Yeah, sure. Here we go. Look, uh, look, everyone's talking about body shaming, you know? Ooh, it's not all body shaming. But what, why is everyone talking about, why isn't everyone talking about body su- surfing? <laughs> 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 no, 
No, you guys are a great crowd, you know? You guys are a great crowd. Give yourselves a round to the chest. But look. <laughs> More of that stuff. Yeah, See, yeah. That's what we need. We need creatives doing creative things in and out of the water. Mm. It's not just spinners. You know, it's, 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 it's not just El Rolos that we, the body surfing community is really getting off on. Yeah. It's like we're getting off on the gags. Yeah. We've been trying to do the gags for years and now we've actually got some stand-up comedians writing yeah. jokes about body surfing. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. So a body surf joke off between Finn Padman and Alan Fang. Then, this is exciting, this has just been confirmed. John Crookshank, the Redfern electrician. <laughs> Redfern electrical, any job. Any job. Including doing some gear at the Body Surf podcast. So, John Crookshank, great stand-up comedian, has an amazing short film out called Redfern Electrical. It's on YouTube for free. Go watch it right now. Watch his stand-up special and then watch the film. It's incredible. Mm. Also made a, a film with a skate shop to promote foam surfboards. How good. But he's skating on them. Right. <laughs> so they got little wheels on the... Yeah, they, I think they just put a, a skateboard underneath the mm. surfboard and then it's sick. Oh, like a um, Guy Butcher, Billy Slater yeah. sort of scenario. Yeah. I think honestly they just got a skateboard yep. and so forth. <laughs> but I, I put the link up in the Facebook group, in the Body Surf Podcast Facebook group. Okay. So if you want to watch that as well, great. John Crookshank will be doing, we'll close the show with some stand up comedy and it's going to be so amazing. So that's something to look forward to. And see, this is the thing the Patreons are paying for. You know, like the, the, these guys are getting the big bucks. They're getting the big bucks, right, Tim? Us? No, no, not us. The people that the live show. I don't know. Are they just doing about. it as favors? Oh, there's, there's a few cashies going. Yeah, around. see, this is what I'm saying. Cashies, mate. We do, and uh, yeah, for, cashies make the world go round. Yeah, and you know you're not getting anything for free these days. Mm. And so we need the Patreon members. You're still you're, you're giving us cashes. We're coming good. We're mm. we're doing the things. We're getting stuff moving. We bought a neon light. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to show anyone. We're going to. We're not, I'm not going to show anyone. Mm. I'm just teasing it. Oh yeah, the neon light is a big reason to come to the live show because it's got it's it's pretty good. Can we get a little curtain and? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who's going to rig that up, but yeah. sure. I'll rig that up myself. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually took to the Newtown Hotel my dad's drop sheet, like his paint drop sheet. They're, oh, okay. they're using it as a curtain, <laughs> right? Drop sheet for your dad and a drop sheet for your marriage are very two very different things, Tim. What's a drop sheet for you? Oh, <laughs> bit of Jackson Pollock action. Yeah. Okay. Mm, mm, okay. 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 Anywho, uh, body surfing, Timmy. We're only uh, we're only a couple of days away from the Australian Body Surfing Classic. Mm. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm how, feeling. How's good. the body feeling? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm 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 out of shape. You're out of touch? I let, I'm very out of touch. <laughs> what are the kids talking about these days? What, no, no, no. What's on the YouTubes? Yeah. <laughs> what's happening out there? No, I'm very out of shape, but I'm still giving it a crack. Mm. And I think I'm going to be all right on the day. I, I went for a, a few body surfs here and there. I've been going to the pool, just doing laps. Yep. I haven't been fin sprinting because I don't think I'm needed. No. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. I'm ready for it all. Yep. 
great. That, and that's all you need to be. You know, it's just... I used to get really um, quite nervous before these types of events. I'm just like it's just a vibe these days. It's just a good time, you know. You've been into a, a lot more comps than I have. I've only really competed in this comp, in the team comp. You're still a bit nervous. No, I, I don't get nervous about much anymore. Mm. Um, but yuck! It sounds like you might no, be a bit nervous. I'm not nervous. It's just it's because we got you got the boys around you. Yeah. So everyone's going to go through it all together. Mm. We're all in this together. We'll all be fine. There's nothing to worry about. You really want to do well, so I'm worried about letting you down. Don't don't worry about letting me down. You know, the only thing that I'm nervous about is the fin sprint because Belly puts so much pressure on us. Yeah. And not just me, but on everyone yeah. that you have to perform really, really highly in the fin sprint. And honestly, it's like, it's more coveted. Like the the winning of the fin sprint is like, heaps more prestigious than the actual winning of the event. <laughs> That's so true. And like I'm so stressed because all I desire to do is have a good team and I'm just worried I'm going to I'm going to fall over or we're just going to come dead last. Like I'm just I'm just scared Tim. I'm scared for the fin sprint. Yeah. Well, remember someone fell over in front of me a few years ago. Did they and they beat you. <laughs> and I did I did the massive the Benji Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the little step. Double step. Bang bang. <laughs> That's skill. Yeah. Doing a one-two step. Yeah, in some... Um, the draw and pass. Boom. Yeah. we got to play a bit of touch <laughs> footy on the beach in fins, I reckon. Mate, I will challenge absolutely... And it, it could happen. If, if the comp can't run for whatever reason on Saturday, two-on-two, two, touch footy on the beach, mate, Timmy and I will smash any of you. <laughs> And it's not even a maxi situation. Like, I, like I don't even want to try and blow our own horns here. Like, we've been doing this for a few years, Timmy. And we had a couple of, like, sporty mates. You know, we went to the, the, the grand final 2016, right? We got a couple of sporty mates. And I go, yeah, me and Timmy versus you two. And they're like, well, oh, you're right. Sure, you don't want to mix the teams up, right? Make it a bit fairer. Did they score a try? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, they just, we just, we know what's going on. Oh. We're, we're like the spine of the New South Wales team circa 93 or the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we just, we can see things before they happen. Yeah, that's right. We know what each other are doing. Mm. Why didn't we go pro, mate? Because <laughs> we were really unfit. That's also, the problem. Also, I was 45 kilos <laughs> up until the age of about 30. Yeah. Now I'm 32 and I'm 97. That's all right, mate. It's muscle memory. I'm, but I'm ready to play NRL now. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I wish we did. Like, that's one of the main laments of my entire sporting career is that my body was not, um, it, it just it's not a football type of body. Mm, same, same. We're just either too tall, too skinny, yeah. too short, too not, like just not enough muscle going on. I've broken the three times I've broken a bone was all playing footy, and I went, Shit. yeah, mate. Maybe it's not for me. The old collarbone. Yeah, they said to me, I'll never play NRL. Professionally, because my neck was too skinny. Ah, you got the um the the Brent Tate. Well, they said, you know, your neck looks like Daily Cherry Evans' dick. <laughs> Very long and skinny. <laughs> That's a manly seagulls joke from you, Tim. That's good. Kills in manly. Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I actually did that joke. Oh, in did manly. You? I did not. <laughs> uh, They're like, who? I turned on the audience. I'm like, aren't we in manly? <laughs> Come on, people. Ah, you need to do... A, what do they watch over there? Rugby. 
They like a bit of rah-rah. They also like a bit of just um, sipping on a Chardonnay from a balcony and looking at peasants as they walk past. Yeah, well, that's it. And that's the main problem that not having a transport network will give you because you can't leave your house. And if you want to leave your house, you've got to get a taxi, but there's no taxis going there because the split bridge is always up, letting letting people with with boats. That was another one of my jokes I did. Bridge joke, nice. I go, I'm a kinky kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a yeah. kinky guy. Go, yeah, spit on my bridge. Spit on my bridge. Spit all over my bridge. Got nothing. Nothing. More. Come on, Manly. <laughs> Come on, guys. Keep uh, up. I'm thinking about moving to Manly. Why? I don't know. Change it up. Change it up. Get closer to you. <laughs> but it's really not. Like, <laughs> honestly, like I have to come over the bridge to get back to Manly. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking just north. I'm thinking north. Well, mate, as we had a conversation the other, the other night, I've recently just had a stabbing murder across the road from my house and you were, you were hoping, you're like, oh, yeah. I'll buy the house, yeah, nice yeah. and cheap. Yeah. Didn't actually happen in the house. So that's the sad thing. Like, you know, if you, if you want a job done, do it well. Mm. So at least someone can benefit from it. Yeah. Now there's just a dead guy and you're in jail. Yeah, where I could have bought a house for $250,000. Yeah. With purple drapes. With purple drapes. <laughs> Oh, it's a nice house as well. Although you did say it doesn't get a lot of sun. Yeah, no, it's a. It is definitely a south-facing house, and I think they have trees out the back, so you you might have a bit of black mold problem. And that's probably why he stabbed them. Yeah, just like ah, the mold, the mold. I've had enough of this mold. Yeah, no. If you listen, if you're in the, if you're trying to buy a house, and I know it's it can get very warm, but. I've got a nice northwesterly facing house mm. and it's always sunny. Mm. And, and you're never going to have a problem there. Timmy, you, you've faced northwest as well here. It's always sunny in this house. Now, it doesn't get too hot. Oh, it's lovely here. Yeah, it's lovely. Just the traffic's an issue, like just the noise of the traffic. But I, I find it soothing mm. when I'm just hanging out, sleeping, whatever. But when you're trying to record a podcast, it's a bit of a problemo. Yeah. And so what's happening with the studio? Are you gonna, you, you're going to move it into your room or is it, we're just this is what we're working with? Well, if I was to move somewhere, I was thinking of maybe looking at renting a studio space as well. Oh, yeah. Or, or trying to get some sort of deal. Anyways, let's uh, cross to Tom <laughs> Petrosky to see how interest rates are going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tom Petrosky. I never thought we'd drop his name on the podcast <laughs> out of all the names. <laughs> we drop a few names. We do. Um <laughs> What's that guy? He's up in the up in the sky. Arnie, Arnie Fly. Uh, Arnie Pie in the sky. Arnie Pie. No, but not the Simpsons guy. The real, the uh, real one. Um, oh, he's on the traffic network. He is on the traffic network. Yeah, he used to be on Channel Ten. Vic Larusso. <laughs> Pulled that from way back. We could get him on the pod. We could also get Tim Bailey on the pod. Yes, that I, could be fun. Well, Vic Larusso, funny. My uncle, rest his soul. Um, Used to, he goes, he's not up in the helicopter. Mm. They just put him in a cardboard box with a green screen and they shake the box. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, like, how stupid is that? No, they don't. They probably do. Mm. <laughs> There's no. no way they're flying him up every day. Well, who's got the cash for that? I used to work for a television network and it was, um, they, they had a station in Perth. And they would send through their traffic reports every 15 minutes. Mm. They were in a helicopter. Right. Because it was hard to record. They, yeah. They were always dropping out and stuff. But I mean, they've got cameras now. Surely they can just 
like someone sits in a room and he goes, oh, yeah, it's traffic on the F3 mm. past the great Aussie bush camp. Yeah. While, while we're here, let's do a moon landing. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> it's all true. See, the things that the media portray to you, it's all truth. Mm. Don't ever think that it's lies. The Queen's alive. The Queen's still alive, mate. Have you seen? Has anyone seen her dead? Charles is just a puppet. <laughs> That's right. Anywho, uh, plenty of stuff going on in the body surfing community, Timmy. Not just the Australian body surfing classic. Um, there's the I think it's the 45th Oceanside body surfing competition. It's just wrapped up. I don't actually have any of the results, but I've been speaking to uh, Super Biscuit oh, about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, 45th World Body Surfing Championships in Oceanside. Now, Super Biscuit is our our eye in the sky. Yeah, he's the international correspondent, the Artie, Artie Fly. Artie Fly in the sky. Artie Fly, I don't even know what his name is. He's the Vic LaRusso of the body surfing community. Now, Super Biscuit's main account just got hacked, believe oh. it or not. So he started up Super Biscuit 2. And Body Surf Memes 2. Is it, you reckon he's body surf memes too, or you know, oh, you know for I, sure. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we don't like see. No one knows who body surf memes one is for the the start of it. Mm. But I mean, body surf memes too. I had a I had a red hot crack at an idea that it must have been Corey or Uga because they got a video of me that I only posted to them. So, but I mean, they're in group chats with other people. Like it could have got leaked out anyway. Corey did say this morning it's an old video, and he wasn't sure who he may have shared it with right well it wasn't too old i only filmed it a week ago oh really yeah so i mean maybe he was talking about something else yeah so i I think he 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 might he might be it might be him anyway um i was just thinking 40 they've run this 45 times so i'm guessing that it's an an annual competition is that 45 years of body surfing competition Mm. at in oceanside yeah that is, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a long time. And I, I wonder if they've got a big shield for it. We'll have to ask Super Biscuit about how the day was. And the kind of in, ins and outs of the competition, obviously a, um, a, an individual uh, run competition. I'm pretty sure Dave Ford has competed in that a, a few times. Really good body surfer, by the way, and I'd love to have him out for the Australian Body Surfing Classic. Um, sadly, not this year. Um, but yeah, Timmy, is that what, like, are we... We're pretty young. We're still, we're in our early 30s. You know, in 45 years' time, I probably don't think I'm going to be still body surfing. Maybe I'll be getting in for a swim, but probably not competitively. But we very, very much could still be alive, depending on our health. Are we going to see 45 years of the Australian Body Surfing Classic? I think so. You think we will? You think it's going to, it'll continue on? Even after, like, Ricky passes it up, he'll pass it on to someone else? For sure. Who's going to run that sort of stuff? They may not even be born yet. Oh, oh, Timmy. Might, they may not be born yet. It might be your dog. <laughs> I don't think the dog's running anything. Well, your your child. Your child. Ah, oh, your dog of a child. <laughs> your dog of a child. <laughs> your dog of a child. <laughs> you child dog. Um, it could be. And I'm just excited about how body surfing is going to... Um, I guess we've kind of... Um, matured as a sport, even since we've kind of been involved in it, Timmy. It's kind of getting a little bit more traction the world over. Mm. I mean, Ricky gave a really good interview on our national broadcast at the ABC 
this week about all things the Australian Body Surfing Classic. And, um, yeah, more, more and more people are kind of getting excited about it. Even just jumping in, even if it's not competitive, they're just having a go. And they're going, yeah, like, listen, I tried with the surfing community. I tried with the bodyboarding community. It just didn't fit. Now I'm a body surfer. And it's not even just um, a skill-based thing because, I, I mean, you've, you've spoken before. You're like, oh, I'm a failed stand-up surfer. Mm. More people now are just dedicating themselves to body surfing. Uh, and I think that's really, really cool. And they're kind of started, we're starting to break it down now from stand-up surfing, bodyboarding and body surfing. And you can um, participate in all three. Mm. It's not just, oh, pick one and oh, I don't do that other stuff. Like it's kind of, everyone's blending in and it's getting a bit more surf friendly in the water, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I'm still calling shortboard surfers dogs. I'm still calling bodyboarders dogs. I'm still calling mm. male riders dogs. Mm. Anyone that doesn't look like me is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking a lot of rubbish out in the water this morning. Yeah. Pretty funny, but yeah. Did you take it too far? I think I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you is just, this your shtick now? No, it is. Uh, yeah. You just like when surfers just paddle and you, I was just like, yo, <laughs> you almost got that one, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I know. The, the world's worst one. And it happens every day. Every time you're in the surf, the paddle, paddle, paddle. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Don't go. Mm. Or re- like last second, where you 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 just have no ability to even drop into mm. the wave mm. because you've gone. Oh, they're going. They've called it. They're committed. I'll just give it up. Justin Spittle, Hipto, does not subscribe to that methodology. Hipto is a master drop-in agent. But I've had conversations with him and other people who surf with him. Um, he will just go. Like, and it's not about um, trying to drop in on someone. He's going like, no, he's going to swim for every wave that he wants to catch. And he'll pull off at mm. the last minute if someone doesn't go behind him. I do that, yeah. Um, where I think for me in the past, like I've kind of gone, oh, there's someone on the inside of me. I'll just let them go. And then they pull off and then the wave doesn't get ridden. But do you think they're pulling off because they they see you? No, I think that people have done that in the past because they go, oh, there's a board there. Because they automatically go, oh, there's a board, you can't duck dive low enough. And then they get shitty at you. And they're like, mate, I'm surf- like, I'm, like, I'm literally holding on to the bottom. Like, there's no way you're going to hit me. Um, yeah, just weird, weird mentality with some surfers. But I, I think that, um, yeah, I'm going to start introducing a lot more of that into my body surfing. Because really, at the end of the day, if you're surfing with another body surfer and you push the lip down in front of them, you can wipe them off the whole wave. But if you push the lip down in front of a surfer a lot of the time they're going down they're going to do a big cutback anyway so i just i'm just not going to care as much anymore you know it's just that's how you're going to do it if that's yeah. how you want to play yeah. if you want to go around paddle a wave and, and and get every wave you can not give up some for the rest of us then that's how you get treated yeah well we're looking for a new co-host because always about to get coward punched <laughs> in the back of the head <laughs> after Snaking all these surfers. (laughs) There's some good footage of some. I'm going to get uh, King Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. (laughs) There's some good footage of like fights between. Normally, it's stand-up surfers and bodyboarders throwing knives in the water. Yep. Or they've they've caught a wave in and it's on the shore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they're in their flippers, and so it's like everyone's falling over. And then I've seen one where someone grabs the flipper and does a full like haymaker. Round, roundhouse with 
with the flipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like you I'm, could you could challenge someone to a duel oh just man. by flap, slapping yeah. them with a, a flipper. And you don't want a copper viper. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's good. That that shit'll hurt. Mm. That'll take out teeth. A hydro won't hurt. Silicone, nice and soft on no, the face. Nice and soft. <laughs> Doesn't float though. <laughs> All right, well, we might have a chat to Mulga the Artist. Mulga the Artist is an amazing creative mind and just doing so much stuff all over the place. Mulga's on the line right now. How you doing, mate? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Now, a lot of our listeners will, will recognise your work. It's it's plastered all around town. Uh, you've done some, some amazing murals down at Cronulla Beach. Um, so does your, does your work travel all across Australia? Can you find it, you know, in, at the Gold Coast and things like that? Um, I know I did one in, uh, in Mount Isa. So that's kind of a random spot. Like on the, on the, it was like a pool, swimming pool. I did it on a big wall there. But yeah, like mostly it's around Sydney, but there's some random things in other cities. It must be weird just going about your daily life and then spotting a work you've done, what sort of like response do you have when you see like a, a huge mural that you've done? Yeah. Wow, cool. I love it. <laughs> makes, me feel, makes me feel like I'm uh, doing, doing good. Oh, that's a cool mural in a cool spot. Yeah, it's good. Uh, makes you feel good. It, mu- it must be really weird on like a, a really hot day. You've got the kids in the car, you're coming back from the beach and you stop in to 7-Eleven and grab a Slurpee, and there you are again. <laughs> yeah, i got to restrain myself from telling the, the server, hey, I did this art. You <laughs> <laughs> really it... like have zero, zero care factor. Really? <laughs> oh, I feel like they, they should get you to do like a signing. You could sit behind the, uh, the counter and just sign people's Slurpees as they come in. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Now, you've recently done a work that really caught my eye. I'm very keen to purchase this print. It's called Barry the Body Surfing Koala. What inspired you to put together this piece? Um, that was actually, um, I can't forget, I can't remember the, the brand, but they make body, they make the uh, little hand plane things, mm. and they were, they were going to do a collaboration with a, a brand soft drink brand and they wanted me to do some art for it. It didn't end up happening in the end, but I kind of did the sketch up for it and just lead pencil sketch. And then I don't know, it must've been a year later. I'm like, man, this is, this is cool artwork. I've got to like finish this. So I got on the pot, got the colors and finished it up. And yeah, it's been so popular. It's a very bright piece. How long did it take to go from the lead pencil sketch to the, the full on color print? Yeah, so the hardest part is for me is like doing the sketch. You know, you got to get everything looking all right, and then the when the colours, that's kind of the the enjoyable part. So usually, usually I'll sketch during the daytime when I'm feeling energetic, and then at nighttime is when I do my colouring in when I'm watching some Netflix. So might have taken a couple of nights in front of the TV doing my drawing. It's quite quite relaxing. It's good to chill and also get something going at the same time. Absolutely. Now, you've also done a collaboration with Budgie Smugglers. This must be big for you. Uh, <laughs> is it weird wearing a pair of your own budgies? Um, no. <laughs> I'm used to it. I don't really ever wear my own uh, like clothing with my own designs on them, so it's totally natural. 
the way that collaboration came about was pretty cool. Someone, mm. a fan of my art, emailed me and they're like, oh, can we kind of have like this pink dolphin design with the blue and wavy background on some budgie smugglers? And I'm like, sure. And then I emailed them and we did like an official collaboration and we yeah, every year I do a few more designs for them. So, And he ended up getting that exact pair. So it kind of worked out excellently. Now you, you love getting on the short board and, and having a bit of a, a surf. Do you ever go out with just the budgies or are you more of a board short kind of guy? Oh, board short. I tried the budgies and I just felt too exposed. Like my hairy thighs are out there. They're all white. <laughs> I don't have the confidence to do it. <laughs> and uh, are the kids embarrassed when you're, you're strutting around in the budgies? Uh, maybe my daughter would be. She's like 12. <laughs> I don't think she wants to be around. But my dad, he, um, no, he's never worn board shorts. He's, mm. We actually just gave him a new pair budgies because his other ones got worn out from excessive usage. <laughs> now, how much does beach culture influence your art practice? Oh, hey, well, like, I love the beach and um, summer. So basically, yeah, my whole kind of art practice is kind of geared towards that. So like, I do a lot of animals, but then I put sunglasses on them and they kind of look like they're just chilling at the beach. Like, I'm working on an NFC project at the moment. It's called Mulga Kongs, but it's like a bunch of gorillas mm. that are all, like, chilling at the beach, basically, wearing Hawaiian shirts, sunnies. Yeah, I love it. I love summer. It's the best time of the year. Sun, water. Love it. I might get your opinion on that. This the Artworks are, are turning more and more digital, and we've seen the popularity of NFTs. Are you trying yep. to get involved in that sort of space? Yeah. Yeah, I am. So, yeah, I'm working on this project and it's going to be like 8,888 gorilla characters and they're all kind of, they'll be all, each one will be unique, but they'll all be geared towards that summer vibe thing. Yeah, usually, um, generally I've worked on like paper, you know, mm. murals with paintbrushes or on paper with poskers and pencils and stuff like that. But I have done a few digital artworks in the past, but yeah, I've been getting into it more now and it's, it's pretty fun. So if you're at a dinner party and the conversation starts to head towards cryptocurrency and NFTs, would you be able to facilitate a discussion or are you, are you more about that creative side and getting the artworks out there? Uh, yeah, I just went on a holiday with like a bunch of friends, you know, uh, maybe eight families and then I was continually explaining NFTs. So, yeah, I can't facilitate. They're all on board. They all want to get whitelisted and get their, their Mulga Kong. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it, I guess you're not, not a financial expert, but is it a, a cool thing to potentially invest in for some of our younger listeners who are thinking of jumping into that sort of area? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely no advice. But um, it seems to be the way of the future. Like a lot of the smartest people around, you know, Mark Zuckerberg changed his name company name to Meta, so a lot of people are putting a lot of energy and uh, effort into the Metaverse, and yeah, NFTs and crypto are kind of all related to that. Definitely worth checking out. Now, it's a it's a new year, 2021. We had a, a pretty big year last year, and I, I hope we can sort of put it behind us, but what, what, what are your New Year's goals? What are your plans? What have you got on the cards for 2022? Um, yeah, so I've got a bunch of murals booked in and, um, some schools and some one at a YouTuber's house which is pretty cool <laughs> but uh, yeah lots of murals 
working on the NFT thing and yeah, whatever cool things pop into my inbox. Good stuff. Yeah, just take it as it comes, really. Now, I saw your family Christmas photo that you posted on Instagram. It was very cute. How hard was that to orchestrate, especially with all the crazy uh, COVID restrictions that came in just before Christmas? Uh, it went all right. We just, my wife just booked online and we went up to Miranda Westfield, wore our masks. Yeah, it didn't seem, it wasn't, yeah, I guess my wife looked after it. And, to go all right. But you, you supplied the family with, with all the uh, the merch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Always, every year we have like a, a different Mulga Santa Claus character. It's pretty funny. How good. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Body Surf Podcast. I hope you have a great year and hopefully we can catch up soon. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for chatting. There he is, Mulga. What a guy. What a guy. What an artist. And we are giving away. This amazing Mulga print. Whoa, look at that thing. How good is it? Yeah, I know. And we've been talking about giving this away for a long time, but here it is. So this is Barry, the body surfing koala. This is a print by Mulga, the artist. We're giving this away at our live episode of the Body Surf Podcast. So you can get your tickets, thebodysurfpodcast.com. Entries have closed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gone. So we're going to uh, pick a winner and uh, announce that on the night so that's very exciting plus Finn Padman Alan Fang and John Crookshank doing some stand-up comedy Tim and Owe are also going to be there we'll be there Tim subject to change (laughs) with Belly Slater as well (laughs) yeah and what a night it's going to be Uh, as we said meet and greet for the Australian Body Serving Classic a lot of people in town multiple states uh, territories and even countries you know we've got people from Hawaii there we've got people from Queensland there we got people from Victoria there. We got them all over. Anyone from the UK? Uh, not by um, residence, but by birth. Mm. Ricky Gilby. <laughs> he's probably not coming. He's got. A, he's very busy. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be. It's the night before the ABC. He's he's doing seven o two breakfast. Mm. Yeah. He's, He's taken over for Robbie Buck and Wendy Harmer. That's right. Now, I mean, Timmy, this is this going to be the last podcast before the before, well, obviously before the live show. Should we do Womp Week? I like Womp Week, but I mean, it can't be. They're not official episodes, are they? They're just short. Yeah, yeah, they're short oh, episodes. Yeah. Let's see how we go. Let's I th- see we're going to give go. the we're we're going to do the draw. The draw's coming out very soon. It may even already be out, depending on when we upload this episode. Uh, but we're we're doing that live. Mm. We'll be doing that live on Instagram if we can work out how to do it. And then, uh, yeah, I, possibly we could do a few little things leading up to the live show. And then, of course, it's the night, the night before Womp Off. Ooh. Now I know we we're not using Womp Off anymore. The term's gone, but the um, the poem is so good. You know, it's just it's just a cracker poem, mm. and I I mean, I've got another one here from Adam, um, Adam Baldwin. Yeah, Bald- Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> I d- I really don't think it's Baldwin. I want to say Adam Baldwin every time, but then it's not Baldwin. It's like Baldwin. Um, but yeah, he he's written a poem himself. Uh, sh- should I should I read through yeah. it? Yeah, why not? Now, we got to think about um. It being the night before the Australian Body Surfing Classic. Now, obviously, Jesse Mawson's written a really good poem there. Um, but there's other people, other creatives in the community. So here we go. Body Surfing's epic. And I, I think that Adam wanted to put this... He wants Belly to write some music to it. So he might even be performing this live. 
Okay, Timmy's getting the guitar. Is it in tune? All right, so the, it goes body surfing's epic. <laughs> body surfing, sick. Now get down to the ABC and get stuck into it. I think it's going to need to be a bit faster, Tim. <laughs> the come down from Hawaii. And even Sydney's West. This is good. This is a long poem, Tim. <laughs> All over this blue planet to see which team is best. Now Ricky's burnt a surfboard and sacrificed a bat. For Huey, tar brings the barrels. Thick, fast, and fat. Well, body surfing's epic. Yep. And body surfing's sick. Now get down to the ABC and get stuck into it. There's two more verses. <laughs> Belly made a comeback with his microphone in hand. Will we see the flying V come back from Instaland? Now I'm not a bloody coming because life gets in the way and we've spoke about that today. Be sure to get some green room time on this auspicious day Cause body surfing's epic and body surfing's sick Now get on down to the ABC and get stuck into it Well, body surfing's epic Body surfing's sick now get on down to the ABC and get stuck into it. See, you can't write that sort of stuff, you know? Ad lib. Bada bing, bada bang. Krusty's here, Krusty's out. Let's go. <laughs> but some c*** did write. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Anywho, we've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. We'll be coming to you live at the Live Body Surf Podcast at the Newtown Hotel on the 16th of September, 6 p.m. Get your tickets, bodysurfpodcast.com. 12 bucks. 12 bucks. We've got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But for now, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Woo! <laughs>